It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic, and with me this morning, Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Good morning, Dr. Joel. Hi, morning. All right, it's a free clinic, so give us a call, 03-954-3333, with your questions. Uh, we have one here from Simon. I noticed that lately, when I'm anxious or stressed, my whole body goes haywire. I mean, I get diarrhea, a lot of gas, heartburn, reflux, the works. Right now, I'm under a lot of pressure from work and I'm considering leaving, but I don't really have a backup plan. But the state of my mental health is so bad, it's really seeping into other areas of my life. I really need to leave this place already. Why does stress create these issues in my body and how can I overcome it? That is a very good question. I find that it happens to me as well when I'm stressed. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think that happens because your mind and body are interlinked, right? Mm -hmm. If things that happen in your mind, it acts on your body and the same goes as well. So let's say, for example, if you have a fever, that's why you feel so sluggish mentally, right? You can't do tasks and activities Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So Simon, I think what's going on right now is that because you're so stressed out and you're constantly facing stress, your body is in a constant state of alert, right? So if you know, if you remember your high school science, we, we learn about the fight or flight system, right? Yes. So anytime a body, a uh, mind perceives a threat or danger, um, what's going to happen is then your body wants to react, it wants to run away, or it wants to fight, right? So what you're going through right now is your body's in a constant state of fight or flight. It's trying to do something, it's trying to get you out of that bad situation, right? And until that stressor changes or the way you perceive that stressor, like, I suppose changes, mm-hmm. you're going to be constantly like that. So leaving the job is one option, or learning how to manage the job better is another option as well. Mm-hmm. So don't worry in the sense that it's nothing bad uh, well at least from what you're saying right? it's a panic symptom anxiety symptom right so once you manage the source of the anxiety or the panic and then it'll be better after that alright so for those who feel that leaving a situation is better than learning to manage is this I know you're not an economist but (laughs) (laughs) is this the right time for such uh, moves I think that you know everyone has their own limits and and what they're able to do in that sense right so I mean Simon if you are able to you know you have some a nest egg somewhere you know it's okay for you to hang in there without a job for a little while mm-hmm. then yeah I mean that's definitely an option uh. but don't forget every job you're going to go into is going to have its own set of stresses right so it's if you are the constant in all the other jobs that you had then maybe you need to um, learn a little bit more on how to manage stress better la. right good advice of course if you have any questions for Dr. Joel do give us a call on 03-954-3333 call us now also you can drop us a voice note just like how Simon did on our DG line line at 16510-8888. Jenny has a question about procrastination. That one's next after Bruno Mars on Light. On Mind Matters is a free clinic, so call us on 03-954-3333. Now, Jenny has a question about procrastination. I have a question about my boyfriend. I guess I'm asking on behalf of my boyfriend. He is a freelance graphic designer, and I read a bit about procrastination, and I think he has this problem. He always put off work until it's very, very close to the deadline, and then he gets quite stressed out and maybe not in a good mood when he's rushing for work you know it's not like he doesn't have time but he just put them off until it's quite late so I'm just wondering like as people around him is there anything I can do to help him or is there any material or reading material that I can share with him to help him out with this problem well it is a problem isn't it when you don't get things done (laughs) 
And I think about procrastination, a big issue is that it's so different from person to person. Um, everyone's got their own reasons why they procrastinate. And I know some people procrastinate because they need the adrenaline rush <laughs> towards the end once the deadline is coming to, to get, do their best work, right? So Jenny, I think in your case, how to help your, your boyfriend, I think it's really about, not, not to nag him, but just to give him a reminder every now and then that you know what, you've got jobs coming up and all that kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. And if let's say it's the last minute rush and he's going crazy and uh, trying to finish his jobs and all that, just to support him as best you can. But ultimately, I think it's not something that outside people can really help with. I think even in therapy mm-hmm. as well, usually what we'll do is explore the reasons why you're procrastinating, right. why is there a, a blockage, right? But that's about all we can do in a sense because it's a very individual, personal battle. Yeah. When does it become a disorder in, in that sense? Uh, I think it becomes a major issue when it's perpetual, right? So every single aspect of your life, you're procrastinating, you know? And that really uh, makes me wonder or ask the question, what's going on? Is it because you don't like the work that you're doing? Is it something else that, you know, you are, are you battling yeah correct yeah. or something like that right so um, if it's perpetual like every single aspect of your life then I really wonder whether something big is going on in All your right. life and in that case I guess uh, go and speak to a professional right? yeah that might be the best idea yeah. alright uh, well uh, professional <coughs> is what we have on hand uh, with us today Dr. Joello is a clinical psychologist so if you have any questions call us right now 0395433333 Ina has just been recently diagnosed with clinical depression and she wants to know what are her treatment options that's next after the traffic update and michael bolton here on light it's a mind matters free clinic with dr joelle low clinical psychologist at the mind psychological services and training now ina left us a voice note on our dg light line at 16510888 i have been diagnosed with clinical depression for a few years already and i'm still under medication my question is how to keep myself motivated all the time Mm, that's a tough one I think with motivation, right, it's something that's very elusive. Everybody wants it because that's that magical component to starting any project or doing anything that you want to do. But it's it's not easy because especially when you're doing, uh, you want to be motivated for like your day-to-day kind of uh, uh, things, right? Like motivated to cook, motivated to clean, motivated to go to work, for example. Mm-hmm. It's very hard, right? It's easier when it's something that's new and foreign and fancy, like going for a holiday or learning how to drive a new car, for example. Then it's easier to be motivated that way. So a lot of times why I tell my clients when you want to feel motivated on the day-to-day kind of uh, things, right, is to fake it till you make it. And what I mean by that is that mm-hmm. um, if you think about the last time you're motivated uh, doing something mundane, right, you are motivated once you start doing it. So until you start doing it, you're never going to be motivated by it, by, it, by it, right? So if you look at motivation as a sort of kind of like an emotion, right, it's never going to happen till you start doing it. So right. fake it till you make it. Do it, do it, do it, and then eventually the motivation will come to you. Like, right. in sense, well, yeah. she did mention that she's been diagnosed uh, quite a number of years ago yep. and uh, <clears throat> this is an issue. At what point does it become a, pr- a real problem? Yeah. I think with depression, it makes everything more difficult, right? Everything becomes more sluggish. It's a bit more difficult for you to get out of bed and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in those situations, there's a, there's a difference between wanting to do and cannot do, right? right? So right now, I think what the call is going through is it's hard to do. It's difficult. It's very sluggish, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it doesn't get to a point where I cannot do, I think that's the, the, the trigger point here like, that we're looking for. Like. All mm. right. Well, give us a call. 3 if you have a question for Dr. Joel. Now, Lynette says she has PTSD after a car accident. She wants to know if she will ever be able to drive again. That's up next after Minute Work here on Light.
It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic with Dr. Joelle Lowe, clinical psychologist at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. And Lynette has written and she said, I was driving in heavy traffic about two months ago when a car slammed into me from behind. I now have flashbacks and I've become extremely nervous on the road. Even if my husband is driving and he's coming up close at a fast pace to the car in front, I can't help but shriek. Am I ever going to feel normal again behind the wheel? Well, this is a very interesting question. I think. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least once it'll happen to you. Yeah, get slammed from behind. Yeah, especially with Malaysian roads, right? And Malaysian drivers. It's only been two months, like, I think, right? So that's something to keep in mind as well, right? Um, our body and our minds, we're usually very hyped up or very alert about things that happen quite recently. Two months is quite recent, right? When, when you say things like PTSD or, or like, acute stress, like, I suppose, right? It usually is about six months to a year before things start to settle a little bit, like, mm-hmm. right? So I think the, ans- the short answer to your question is yes, it can get better, it will get better. But the more uh, practical answer is is that the more you put yourself in that situation, the less uh, scary it's going to become. Right. It's like doing anything scary for the first time. Like the first time you learn how to drive, right, it's super scary. Cars are speeding left and right mm-hmm. and center. But after a while, it becomes more natural, more normal, right? Mm. So same goes in this situation. Don't ever stop yourself from driving or sitting in a car with your husband. Stay there, uh, be in the car. And the more experiences that you have over time, it becomes a bit more better and better over time. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, I hope that uh, answers your question, Lynette. It will get better. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. And you just have to get get back, well, in the saddle. On the saddle, yeah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> right, and um, of course, call us now if you have a question for Dr. Joel, 03-9543-3333. Well, coming up, uh, Lisa says that she's recently ended a long-term and long-distance relationship and she can't seem to move on and move forward with her life. Well, that, we'll address her question next after Dave Cause nothing but the radio on, on light. It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic, and Dr. Joel is here with us. And um, Lisa, you had a question for Dr. Joel? The thing is, me and my boyfriend, we we sort of broke up like um, six months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding it really hard to keep a positive mindset about everything. So maybe, I don't know if there's anything that I can do about it. Because it's really disturbing my sleep and also my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa, was this a long relationship or f- uh, how long was it for? It was for like uh, two, three years. Two, three years. All right, quite a long time as well. Uh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's 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 hard lah. Right? Only breakup is gonna be difficult to to deal with, right? And especially some mm-hmm. uh, relationship has lasted for so long, right? And I think the 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 cliches are cliches because they are there's some element of truth into it, lah. So that means time really does help in these kind of situations, lah, right? But in the meantime, I think the most practical thing that you can do is to keep yourself as busy as you can, right? So mm-hmm. um, getting going out with friends, getting mm-hmm. a new hobby, starting a new project, anything that keeps your mind active and distracted, I think that's your best option, lah, right now. Mm-hmm. I think the worst thing that anyone can do is go on a rebound date or whatever it is, right? Because it's only going to remind you of the relationship and the things that have happened and all that kind of things. So this uh-huh. is a good time to focus on yourself and to build yourself up again in that sense. Though. Have you uh, been doing all of that? I have, but like, you know, when I'm alone mm. and then when it's time to sleep, all the memories, they come flooding back in. So, yeah, yeah when I'm, if I'm, if I'm not sleeping properly, then I can't work properly. Right, it's like right. re- really been bothering me a lot. 
the hours or the minutes before sleep, those usually are the most painful ones, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one really good option that I've been suggesting to clients of late is that you know, um, just before you go to sleep, right, just turn on a podcast or an audio book on your phone, right, set it on a timer mm-hmm. for twenty minutes. It's a good mm-hmm. way to distract yourself and lull yourself to sleep, lah, right? Mm-hmm. It's like someone reading your story. So that could be an mm-hmm. option for you to try out and see. Also, maybe some light meditation that could be helpful as well. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty useful. I'm going to do that tonight. All right. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Hang in there. Okay. Thank you for calling, Bye. Lisa. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Doctor Joel, it's been great having you. Thanks and for having any, me. Any wise words for the week? Hang in there. You know, stuff happens, but it always it always moves on, right? So hang in there. All right. Well, of course, uh, that was Doctor Joel, Lowe, clinical psychologist at the Mind Psychological Services and Training.